Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Well, Connor, so good to talk to you for the first time this week. (laughs) It's almost like we talked already this week. Oh, well, there'd be no evidence of it, would there be? (laughs) Because computers just decide, nah, you don't need that audio, do you? So, uh, to let everyone in a little secret, we've already recorded this episode uh, once this week. um, And corruption happened with files. So, we made the decision, we're going to do it again. But what I've done is, for fear that, Sean, we would be, you know... Maybe more funny, with a bit more run-up. <laughs> with, a bit, with a bit of prep time. You're not suggesting that we reuse bits, are you, Connor? I would never suggest that, because, to be honest, we don't have any bits. I mean, what are the Eternals? <laughs> if this is the stuff we keep in, imagine what we leave out. <laughs> but, um, so, what I've decided to do, I'm going to change a few of the stories. Because Fair. some of the stories, fine, but there's other ones that I found in the last day or so. Just as entertaining, just as exciting. So okay. news as like it's in the it's in the name, Sean. It's gotta be new. So I said out with the old, in with the news. Is that what news or whatever is? Is that what news means? Is that it's it's something new? The news, <sighs> what the new things, the olds. 
Can we talk about the olds? <laughs> We're going to talk about the oldies. So, Baba vs. Superman is coming out next week, <laughs> and we are excited. <laughs> Trailers look good, Sean. <laughs> Trailer. It looks prob That Ezra, that Ezra, no, good, good <laughs> future there. happened with him. No, and it's going to happen. I actually should say, I did have an Ezra Miller story in this uh, episode, and right. I then took it out, because, I mean, I think we all know the deal. They're getting Ezra, up to some things at the minute. It's, it's just, he's just a bad bloke. <laughs> but, okay. Um... <laughs> We're going to start off this week, Sean, with some pretty... I don't know if it's... I think it's big news. It's one of those where I think it's big news, um, but it's not confirmed. Okay, um, a strong start, so... It's Taron Edgerton. Oh. And oh. He, has co- he has come out this week and he has confirmed that he has indeed discussed an MCU role with Marvel Studios, perhaps in relation to Mr. Wolverine. Yes, and he's been a fan cast for a very long time for Wolverine. Mm. But literally because he's not like 6'2". He's like 5'10 or something, but everyone's like, he's short! He's a short Wolverine, and that's what he's we need! He's a short king, they say. <laughs> Rise up, short kings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously there was a man called Hugh Jackman who used to be Wolverine. Sean, you probably remember him. He's from Real the, Steel. Oh, from the, the, the man from Real Steel, episode yeah. now live on the Patreon, by the way. We've Go done check a movie it out. review of Real Steel. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's better than you think. Connor agrees. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, so obviously Hugh Jackman but that was all when it was owned by Fox and so now Marvel have of course bought Fox they've brought in all the some some of the mutants already Um, I think we could don't have to say spoilers to say um, Mm. one particular mutant has Mm. popped up somewhere along the way um, but ah, Ursa Major from are, Black you Widow. Were desperately <laughs> trying to find a random mutant. He's <laughs> in Black Widow. He's Ursa Major. He is, to be fair. <laughs> um, but so, what happened then is: Are we recasting all this stuff? Yes. Who are we bringing in? Are we doing a whole new X Men team? Is Patrick Stewart coming back? James McAvoy. What's the story? Well. Taron Edgerton now coming out said he's discussed the role of Wolverine with the MCU would to me kind of imply they're probably going a clean slate. I think so, and I think that's the best way to do it because there'll be no confusion then. Mm. Because for the average person who looks at a movie poster and they see, I don't know, like James McAvoy standing beside Iron Man, that's just going to raise more questions, you know? Did Uh, you also hear about um, Reed Richards? Sam Raimi on the commentary track for Doctor Strange 2 was like, oh yeah, Kevin wanted to get um, Krasinski in, just because like, it's a bit of a fan casting, and it's like an alternate universe kind of thing. Yeah. Which I read as, wait, they're not doing Krasinski in the in the actual Fantastic Four. I think that, but I also think that, and this is like five-head level Marvel <laughs> fanboying, is that I think it's a bait and switch. Okay. Because I think they what they want is the excitement around Krasinski. They want that again. And so they're just like, no, no, he's he's one and done, you know? Are they negging us? They might be, but like, I think it's very hard to unring that bell. It's really tough for, if they don't go with Krasinski, it's a fucking death sentence for whoever yes. they do get for Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, because obviously, like, you picked the fan cast for a reason. He's the one everyone wanted. Yeah, and look, as we all know, Fans on the internet are the most level-headed of people. I would say wisest. Yes, but I think 
that like it's just you're just handing this poison chalice to whatever poor actor you get to play Mr. Fantastic. John Cena. <laughs> yes. He's not the thing. He's the other one. <laughs> Um, that's just something that I thought of which but to be fair that would also I kind of take this Taron Edgerton news links into that because Patrick Stewart Professor X in that movie but obviously there's going to be a recasting so maybe it's just fan casting Sean in an alternate universe well this is true this is true I'd be like I would be fine with whoever they get to play Miss Fantastic like because Sarah Halley Finn is going to be casting it and she's the best casting director that Hollywood has ever had. What, so, what do you think of Taron coming in as Wolverine? I really like him as Wolverine. I think he has the the physicality. I think he can. He's he he's perfectly happy with playing rough as well, and he can also act. Like and the he dude, can also sing Rocket Man. He can also sing Rocket Man. I was going to say like he's gone from you know Eggsy in Kingsman uh, to like Eddie the Eagle. And then you have, like, Elton John. Like, the dude has range, you know? So I fully believe you do angry Canadian. Does the man have a Tony? Because automatically that qualifies him to become Wolverine. I do, like... like I'd, I'd love if they set a trend of Wolverine being a song and dance man. He's always a musical star. I think he, he's definitely nominated for one, I'd say, or some level. <laughs> Him of, and Elton of, did like a performance at the Tonys or something, but maybe it's a thing of you have to perform on the stage of the Tonys to then get the Wolverine gig. That could be it. And like, I think the, like the fan cast at the minute... I think it's between him and Daniel Radcliffe. I'm happy with either, to be honest. I think I prefer Taron Edgerton. Just for the sake of, I've seen him in more action stuff. Yeah, and although although Radcliffe, I think it'd be pretty good, but it's one of those where I think those two would be perfect castings. The idea is just, if you cast another Wolverine, is that the Poison Chalice as well? Because everybody likes Hugh. Or do you just leave Wolverine out altogether? But I don't think they'll do that because, I mean, he's the big name. Yeah, I don't think so. I think, like, he, I'm trying to think, is he a bit young for Wolverine? But I don't think so. Because Wolverine basically stopped aging at 35. So they, they can just run with that for however long they want to. He's also, him and Rad, I'm bringing Radcliffe into this discussion for no good reason, but, like, they're both at an age where you can sign them for a 10 or 15 year movie deal mm. and they'll be basically the same for the whole time yeah I I, I don't really have a, maybe a favourite out of the two of them I can't, I do kind of like the weirdness of Radcliffe though I'd like for him to go to Harry Potter to Wolverine just yeah. as a weird little glow up for no reason do you um, think he'd take another massive franchise though see that's that's the big thing with Radcliffe is like why would he I when you the minute you said 10 to 15 year contract I'm like Radcliffe ain't signing that like no. he's he's not getting involved with it. he likes doing his weird shit he likes like, doing a guns akimbo or a horns like or a he's Swiss army man <laughs> that is set for life like he's got that oh. royalty check coming in forever does not need to work <laughs> no like, he just does it because he's like ah oh, this is fun I'm gonna do the weird stuff with my friends yeah I'm just gonna be creative for a while um, but I think like whoever gets cast as Wolverine it depends what story they put Wolverine in like mm. it depends because a lot of the stuff of Wolverine is like he's a hard ass and he's a prick but he does have a heart of gold at the back of it all so if you can get a story that shows off the best elements of Wolverine and 
maybe flesh out the world of the X-Men. Don't make it a Wolverine movie. Make it an X-Men say, movie that Wolverine happens it, to be in. Yeah, make him part of the crew, not yeah. it's the crew and him. Yeah, like, like not like an Eternals kind of where everyone gets equal screen time, but like better, you know? No, like make them interesting. Make, yeah, make people like them. <laughs> You had Richard Madden and somehow you fucked it. I don't understand. So much of that. You had Don Lee. You had Don Lee in that movie. Angelina Jolie. And you just pissed it all away. I think Eternals is fine. It's not... not But the problem is it's just fine. It's just fine. It's nothing more, nothing less. Um, But yeah, so... uh, I should say Taron Edgerton. I was going to say Karen Edgerton, but I don't know if... Maybe that's his mom? I'm not Joel sure. Edgerton. Jo- <laughs> Joel Edgerton, yes. <laughs> um, Taron Edgerton, he is going to be... I don't know. I would like to see him be Wolverine. We're probably going to know a little more. Um, Comic-Con is on in September, and Kevin Feige has come out to say like he's going to do a bit of a roadmap at that. Yeah, I think they're in Hall H, which is where they announced the plan for like Phase 4. Yeah. So I think they're going to do the next the, the next uh the next phase of Marvel the lineup. Um so moving on Sean to our next piece of news and it involves your favorite franchise Real Star Steel. Wars. Oh. Real Steel news coming next. <laughs> no, I've no Real Steel news. That's absolutely fine. It's, it's um, rare that it comes up. So the main thing these days Sean is that Disney they like doing Star Wars stuff. They don't give a fuck about your fatigue. We're going to keep pushing this until we make enough money that I I suppose nobody has any money left. Yeah, I mean, it's coming like a fucking freight train, my dude. <laughs> the inflation these have days, my the God. The news recently, the news. <laughs> um, but what that also means is that they are constantly trying to come up with new plans for new Disney Plus series. Because oh, Mandalorian went well. Favreau they had on board, so they're like, right, this is, gone, this is the first thing we've done right in a few years. Yeah. Let's milk it till the fucking cow's dry. Let's repeat it over and over <laughs> again until it has no meaning at all. And of course, like, Kenobi kind of falls under that umbrella as well, but, like, he was their last ace that they had. Yeah, but the last two episodes of that are class, to be fair. Yeah, pretty uh, good. Um, can I guess? We- Sorry, go on, yeah. Is this a, what's the next Star Wars spin-off? Is that yeah, the, is that the question here? Is it Kamel Nanjiani's character from Kenobi? No, uh, okay. Jedi Fallen Order oh! uh, could be getting a live action Star Wars series. Fucking Cal Cestus or whatever his name Cal is. Cal Cestus, yeah. So yeah. it could be, they're basically being considered uh, for a live action Disney Plus series. And now, of course, this is just a rumour, I will say, but it is Disney and it is Star Wars and they will just pick random characters until they run out of characters. That is true. I didn't play that game because I didn't have a PS4 at the time. But I've heard it's really, really good. But specifically in the story, that it's a really compelling Star Wars story with a character that people like a lot. Do, uh, Cameron Monaghan, is that who it is? Yeah, Cameron Monaghan, yeah, is the name of the actor. Yeah, and so the danger with that is that people are already ready satisfied with that story. And they like the mm. way that story is told and they like what happens. I think that game is canon as well. So you can't do the same thing. You just have that character on another little adventure. Uh, Which could work. Where the news came from is that um, a Fall Order TV show, 
the news, the rumours, I should say, arrived after the recent announcement by EA Lucasfilm uh, regarding the game sequel. So the game's getting a sequel, and right. along with that announcement came the rumours, well, they're doing the sequel at the same time to correspond with they're going to be bringing out a series on Disney+. Plus. I mean... Oh, man. I don't know. I'm conflicted about that because, on the one hand, I've not played the game, right? But I've heard really good things about the story and that character. So if there was a more, like, easily digestible thing that I don't have to sink 80 hours into to enjoy, absolutely I'm going to watch the hell out of that. But also, maybe just let a game be a game. You know, I don't want my Last of Us TV series. What also kind of adds a little more weight to this is Kathleen Kennedy, obviously Lucasfilm president, yeah. came out, um, I'm, I, I can't remember, it was a few months ago, and she was like, the influence of the video game storytelling on the wider Star Wars franchise, like, that's massive. And she was like, big it up the video game storytelling as a subject that would impact the franchise itself of Star Wars. Yeah. So... It all kind of leads me to believe that I know they just like money. And so, yeah, they'll probably do this series at some stage. And we're just going to keep having to get series over and over again. Yeah, there is an awful lot on the horizon. Like we've I think got- there's nine currently planned at the minute. Jesus. Like, and like this coming from an MCU fan, like I'm used to fatigue. But nine series is different than nine movies to me. There's a mm. different level of commitment. <laughs> There uh, has been about nine MCU series, though, since Disney Plus as well. No, actually, maybe not. Maybe like six. Yeah, si- still a significant amount. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel like like there's the Ahsoka one coming out, Bad Batch Series 2, Visions, uh, Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor, everyone's favourite Cassian Andor. You got uh, Mandalorian Season 3, presumably, Book of Boba Fett Season 2. Yeah. Uh, I, I know there was a headline I think I read it, there was nine anyway confirmed yeah. coming out I mean I'll probably like I don't know because I've still not watched Book of Boba Fett interesting it's, it's, it was just too much for me at the time uh, I think that came out when like cinemas opened back up and everything started coming out at once and I had to drop something and it right. couldn't be my day job, so I had to drop Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I can't come into work. <laughs> Why not? Star Wars. Well, the, the Grogu's been offered a choice, you see. <laughs> um, yeah, I. it's strange to hear you say that, because like, obviously you really like Star Wars, but if Star Wars of fatigue is affecting you, then I can only assume that to the general audience, people are like, well... Fucking hell, like, there's a lot of things coming out here. Um, yeah. I, I I still think Obi-Wan, like, that was the draw. That was the big thing. And Mandalorian was the draw because it was good. And yeah. That's different. And it was a surprise, nearly, of being like, oh, this is actually really good for a Star Wars thing. Yeah, uh, and so when they jump on this franchise, and I'm sure this could be really, really good. There's probably people that love this game, and they're absolutely head over heels about this announcement. I'm just like, if they keep doing this, maybe they're going to have to drop out of the nine things. They had like another seven movies planned, but they've been dropping them. And I feel yeah. like their attention is now going to Disney Plus more so than even said movies. Because Ryan Johnson is in and out. Taika Waititi's doing it, but he's not doing it. Patty Jenkins is out for her Rogue Squadron movie. Um, and yeah. so 
it's kind of I don't know I don't know it's like they're going in one direction and they're like wait no Mandalorian did well okay stop exactly what we're doing here we're gonna go back that way yeah, yeah, and it's more reactionary than being like, no, here's the plan, here's what we're going to do, and we're going to do it well. It's like, we'll put this out, and then we'll see what happens, you know? Uh, but, look, I of all of them, the Fallen Order one interests me the most because it's a story that I and a character that I've heard is really good, but I've not experienced yet. So if my mm-hmm. first experience was a TV show at the level of Mandalorian Season 1 great excellent that's a really nice way to digest that i feel they also said um well for a game they're leveraging advanced technology to create more dynamic jedi combat so that doesn't mean anything at all that's a bunch of words you know what you have like you're still gonna have the same controller though aren't you like it's still me using it and I'm shit <laughs> I'm terrible doesn't have, matter how many combos you put in this game I'm pressing X I, I'm gonna press the one that's like just the path of attrition and it's, I'll hit it enough times and it will be fine <laughs> it's I like you start a game I just press the four buttons find out which one does what I'll never change from then on <laughs> it's that. occasionally I will pick which one is fast and which one is strong. But other than that, no, no, no. I did not complete the Witcher tree. <laughs> Actually, I used to be really good at the Witcher, and um, the third one I had. And then yeah. I like left it for like nine months, and I came back to it, and like I was up against some fucking boss, and when I turned it off, of course. And then I logged in, and I got decimated for about two hours, up until the point where oh. I was just like, look, my reactions just aren't where they used to be nine months ago. <laughs> I I'm, just, I'm old and haggard now, Witcher. <laughs> I, I had ramped up to it through all of the shitty tutorials, and I became yeah. good. And then I went cold, came back into it. No point. No, my blocking was, was terrible. I, I did that with God of War. I just put it down, and then I started playing Spider-Man, which is a very different type of yes. gaming and then I went back to God of War, and I was just like, "Why can't I? Why can't I jump? Why can't I move anywhere?" There's only one game I know how to play, and that's Batman: Arkham Knight. But you're you're like cracked at that. To be fair, <laughs> do you remember? Did you die from a a random tug? Do you remember we were playing that? Oh in my yeah. House? Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 what I did, I took on too much. In that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell the story. So you yeah. came over to my house for like, this is like a few years ago. It's pre-COVID, do, I think. To do a recording. And we were playing Batman and I was like, watch this. And I dropped into the centre of the city when you're surrounded by like 50 guys. And yeah. I just like, I was like, I'm not going to get hit. And I just like defeat all 50 of the blocking shots over and over again and defeat all 50 because I just completed the game. So I was peak. Sean oh, hadn't yeah, yeah. played it, and then I was like, here, Sean, you have a go. And he, he there was a random tug driving a taxi, and he, <laughs> yeah. you were in the middle of the road, and he just stopped the car, and this one random guy just beat him to death. <laughs> I got a few licks in, I'll say. <laughs> Batman was defeated by one random dude. It's mad how canonically that's how Batman died, oh, man, yeah. Who could have seen it? His name? Joe Chill. Oh! <laughs> so, Sean, moving on to our next piece of news, and this is... I don't think I've ever said these words before, but I think Howard Stern has ruined some Marvel spoilers. Oh, I... I yeah, this is the... I think I heard some of this. It's yeah. The, it's the Doom thing, right? So, yeah, so it's not Tom Holland, not Mark Ruffalo this this time. Kevin Feige must have thought, right, I've had the two lads locked up. There's yeah. no way news can get out. It's it's locked in. 
Um, and except the Doctor Doom movie has seemingly been leaked by Howard Stern's hot mic when he was talking into it, ticking it was off when it was not. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Oh, like, what exactly was said? Because I saw the headline, but I didn't look into it. So um, he basically talked because, about... Ha- sorry, because I wanted to avoid spoilers. Of Continue, course. Connor. Of course. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry I've ruined it. Um, obviously, did we ever hear anything about a Doctor Doom movie? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we always knew one was coming once we were getting a Fantastic Four movie. But we haven't even never- had the Fantastic Four movie yet, but we got a Doctor Doom time. movie, apparently. Um So this is what he says into the hot mic. Um, I tell Kevin Feige it works, but they're going over the schedule with me, and it's going to suck. I'm going to do Doctor Doom. I called Robert Downey Jr. I was asking him for acting techniques, he said over the hot mic. (laughs) Jeez. Wait, so he's going to be Doctor Doom? No, he's going to do Doctor Doom. Is it like, I'm going to do the film? Right. Wait, what do you mean he's going to do it? Uh, Kevin's going to do it? Or Howard no, Stern is going to do Stern it? No, Howard Stern is talking yeah. and he's just like, oh yeah, I've, I've got to go do Doctor Doom. So I was ringing Robert Downey Jr. for acting tips. Right, okay. But he's not playing Doctor Doom, correct? I would assume he's playing Howard Stern in some sort of weird cut to the TV scene. Where oh, they're just a bit like, of a bit. And where Howard Stern is like, wow, that Doctor Doom, he seems like a real nice guy, as implied by the name. Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a classic Howard Stern bit. I also don't like Howard Stern, by the way. No, he creeps no, me out. Creeps no, me the no, fuck no. out. I don't uh, think we'll ever talk about him again until <laughs> this one point. It's such a weird intersection of things that have happened today. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, a, a Doctor Doom movie is weird because he's the bad guy. Yeah. And if we've learned anything from Sony... Jesus, please don't make him just sympathetic. stop doing this. I don't... Just stop. Just do a make, movie about the good guys. <laughs> just make the Fantastic Four. Have Doom be the villain, maybe. See, like, but then again, Howard Stern is old. So, to me, it would imply that maybe he's doing the Fantastic Four film, he means, but he's doing, like, a scene with Doctor Doom in it? Maybe. Maybe. But, like... Yeah, I feel like to do a Doctor Doom solo movie, you need a lot more groundwork just in the MCU. Like, you need, like, his whole thing is Latveria. And, like, there's been no mention of that country. The uh, My girlfriend has a really good theory, actually, that, you know, when in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which they're probably, like, it's going to make it important, yeah. is that they're saying that all the borders are fucked because of the snap and countries and all that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, when you say they were saying, I think it was one line never explained again. Never addressed. No one yeah. knows what happened in those cool. five years. But uh, in the like chaos, like Latveria like, rises up as a country and Doom as its charismatic leader. Oh, okay. That, that's like the origin of Latveria, that it's quite new and Doom is in charge but everyone loves him because he saved them during those fucked up five years. But surely that would still be the origin story you would use in a Fantastic Four movie. Yes, you, it would be a ten minute segment in the Fantastic Four movie. And then he hires them to do a space mission and he becomes their friends for right. him because he's made of money in Latveria. And he's like, oh, there's something up there that I want to get access to. What's, he, like, what's he trying to get access to? What's oh, to? fucking some sort of power 
cosmic. Oh, good. Love it. <laughs> Love that. Write that down. Cosmic fucking power. And then he's like, look, here's the deal, lads. I need you for Ben. You're a fucking dickhead. Can I just say it straight up? All um, right. But Keep going. <laughs> Reed, you seem like a nice guy. Yes. <laughs> and he just sends them up and that's when they get turned. Now, look. Obviously, that's a terrible idea for a plot, but I'm just saying, surely you would do that in their movie rather than the other way around. Can I make a suggestion? No. Okay. Moving on on to our next story. (laughs) Uh, uh, So there's a thing in Marvel Comics called Secret Wars. Yes. And it was a series unashamedly designed to sell action figures where all of the most popular Marvel Comics characters were transported to another world and made to fight each other. There was then another version of Secret Wars in the mid-2000s, and Doctor Doom was a key instigator of that. I think you're right that Howard Stern is confused, because I think that they're not doing a Doctor Doom movie, they're doing a Secret Wars movie. Right. And Doctor Doom is heavily involved in that and that's what Howard Stern you say is that because I did read rumours this week that there's something to do with secret wars going on oh, and ho, I just ho, ho. kind of threw them away because I was like well he just hadn't heard anything and I didn't feel like they were substantial enough that that's absolutely there fair there was no backing but look to add conspiracy theory upon conspiracy theory Howard mm-hmm. Stern old man is like yeah I'm doing a Doctor Doom movie, but he's actually just in a scene with a Doctor Doom in a Secret Wars movie. I think it could work, you know. And look, if that turns out to be right, fucking timestamp this episode. <laughs> but I don't know. But it's know. probably going to be wrong. <laughs> like every other claim I've ever made on yes. this show. 100% accuracy. <laughs> 100% of something. <laughs> um, look, I think doing a Doctor Doom movie first might be the most Sony thing Marvel could do. And I think, you know what? I think it would be hilarious. Um, if Marvel just decided, yeah, we're going to try this. And then they and they recast Reed Richards. Like, he's not Krasinski, but they're just all just side characters in a, in a Doom movie. And, and they're like, they're horribly like mischaracterized. Like, Ben Grimm is like a wise cracking youth. And like, Johnny Storm is a serious old dude. Reed, <laughs> Reed Richards is Tom Hanks. Just the nicest man. Just the nicest man in the world. <laughs> He's always giving the charity and just being nice to all the women that he knows in his life. It wouldn't be like him. It wouldn't, wouldn't be, be like, like him. Everyone's ever just all. eyeing him up. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is a, these are words that I feel like have been said before. But we're going to say them again because okay. live action Hercules movie is happening with Guy Ritchie set to helm Disney's newest live action movie Hercules now Sean before you before you come in there was a certain man named Dwayne The Rock Johnson that only in I can I think like 2015 did a Hercules live action movie and he's maybe magic or maybe he's not in that movie yeah exactly um, but right. Guy Ritchie did the live action Aladdin movie in 2019 and so right. they're guys like I'm around I'm, pff, I've got nothing Fellas, to do I'm available I'll do live action Disney remakes all day and they're like well we'll do a Hercules one and just forget the rock one Guy you used to you used to make Snatch <laughs> you used to make Lock, Stock and Two Small what happened Guy Ritchie <laughs> I'll tell you something though Guy's getting that paycheck you know what I oh, mean fair fully, folks to like, him 
man deserves yeah. man deserves what he's getting but like come on just make another snatch and something like it <laughs> um, so they apparently are going to be doing a live action Hercules movie for Disney's newest live action world where they just remake all of their 90s animated movies into live action movies just because they can because and they, they know can. it will sell um, the, the animated Hercules came out in 1997 and I will say it's a good one it's a real good one, Sean. Properly, it's a, it's a, it's solid. Also, the Hercules Adventures, the TV series, also a very good TV series. Herc was uh, on a roll. Herc was um, on a roll. Hercules when he shows up in Kingdom Hearts, absolutely excellent. <laughs> Such a niche reference. Um, is Danny DeVito going to be playing um, the same Phil? role? Yeah, Phil. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you kind of have to, don't you? Even like, like actually, he looks the same. Yeah, he's got the stature and things like that. Yeah. So I think he, I think he'd happily do it. Is the thing I think he'd have a lot of fun if he'll do a Dumbo, he'll do a Hercules. <laughs> but like, I think the main thing that's stopping this is that there's already been a live action Hercules in the last like ten years. But I think that was more of a gritty mythological reboot. Kind yeah, they, of thing, where they, they, that doesn't count because it's not part of the franchise. It's not part of the DCRU. No, it's the no, it's Marvel. What? No, it's D- DC or Disney. No, DC. It's not. No, that's that was a joke. So it's the it's the Disney Cinematic Reboot Universe. <laughs> the DC. That is with the DC EU. That is going to lead to a lot of confusion. <laughs> Look, that's dead in the water anyway, Connor. We all know it. <laughs> I love that you're like I've got the perfect acronym. <laughs> DC <laughs> Comics. <laughs> <laughs> for Disney Comics Comics. What if what if we just move, mer- merge everything together and we'll just call it Universal? How about that? Oh, perfect. That is paramount yeah. to success. Oh, fuck. <laughs> is that our studios? That's four. That's four. Look, they own everything anyway. It's fine. Um, so, I mean, Sean, my main question to you is, will this be the same as the Aladdin movie from 2019 in which it makes a lot of money? The songs are the same. The plot, very similar. But also, it's made again for the crack. Yeah, I think it's going to make a lot of money, but no one's really going to love it, you know? I think people just tolerate these movies. I've talked to tens of millions of people that say the 2019 Aladdin movie is the best movie they've ever seen. Really? (laughs) Will Smith, Blue Genie, Aladdin movie is the best movie they've ever seen? Ever. In a world... In a world where real steel exists, Connor, <laughs> especially in that world, in a way, real steel is a Hercules live action adaptation. <laughs> Do tell. Ah, oh, he falls into a big pit. Yeah, uh, fights a big three-headed. He fights a two-headed robot on one fights stage. A That's a bit robot. of a mirror image. Bit of a Hydra situation. Yeah, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, gotta big, big the fucking. The, the big robot is called Zeus. <laughs> That's true. It's actually Hercules. <laughs> That's true. Um, Sean, I just think that this is this is Disney once again just going too far. Just just leave it. But it's also going to make like a billion dollars. So what can yeah. we do? Um, and there's going to be a whole like oh he's, he's a handsome Hercules man. The Hercules casting is going to be fun. So by uh, this logic, so ninety one was View in the Beast, ninety two was Aladdin. This is in the nineties. Ninety four mm-hmm. was The Lion King. Ninety seven okay. was Hercules, which okay. means ninety eight Mulan 
is next up, but they've already done that. They've already done Milan. And then The Little Mermaid was 89. So they've already done, they're already working on that one as well. So I think we're out of 90s animated movies after this from Disney. Tarzan? Is Tarzan next? Is Tarzan 2000? Maybe. Yeah. There's that weird bit where it's like. Has, oh yeah, that was done with Skarsgård. That's it? true. <laughs> yes, but there's that weird like early two thousands where it's like a lot of underrated gems, like you got like Treasure Planet and Lost City of Atlantis and Lilo yes. and Stitch and all that kind of thing. The Road to El Dorado. Road to El Dorado, a classic, a classic movie, favorite. Treasure Planet's the best Disney movie though. Oh, um, Treasure Planet. I'm trying to think. That's the one with. Um, Guy from Back to the Future. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, Michael J. Fox? Yeah. it's No, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is oh, Joseph, okay, which one am I thinking of? Oh, no. Mike, is Michael J. Fox in a Disney? <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to fucking sort this out right now, boys. Maybe I have gone completely mad. Michael J. Fox isn't in anything. Um, Michael J. I'm Fox. really hoping he is. Disney voice? Disney voice. He, that's uh, Atlantis the Lost Empire. Atlantis is the J. Lost Fox. Empire, I'm taking of. Okay, I do apologise. It's okay. Um, it's okay. He plays Milo in He does. Last, I had it. that movie on VHS. Um, so, Sean, I feel like we got to move on to a piece of news that I will admit it's a little bit old. Um, so okay. it goes against the whole news idea. So the thing but, you started, the bit you started out the show with, you're now going back but, on. But with the Kenobi review last week, we didn't get mm-hmm. to movie news last week. So, we've got a little bit of extra coming from maybe last week as well. And what this is, is about Craven. Craven the Hunter, Sean. Ah, Um, yes. Everyone's favourite. And I want to say it. Spider-Man villain, Craven the Hunter. Well, Craven, I mean, we know he's getting his own movie. And Sony, they're very excited about it. Sony are like, this is our next big thing. Um, Morbius morbed off. (laughs) Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's locked in. They have this. There's no way they can fuck this up. He's got characteristics that are set in stone. Well, Craven the Hunter will no longer be a big game hunter, Sean, judging from what Aaron Taylor Johnson said about what the character. is this board of directors? What the fuck are they doing? I don't want to be that guy, but this is a bad fucking take on Craven. So Craven is an animal lover and a protector of the natural world. No, he isn't. <laughs> can you he wears really a vest quickly? made of a lion's face. Can, can you really just quickly, what makes, and this, mm. I, I know the answer, but this is why I'm interested, what makes Craven start hunting Spider-Man? He, gil- he gets too bored of hunting animals because it's not a challenge anymore. Because he kills so many animals. He kills so many. He stops using guns and kills them with his bare hands because it's the only thing that makes him feel something. Mm. But what if he just liked them? And then, but Spider-Man a bit of a dick. But then what's the conflict in this? Where... Because the villain is Chameleon, I think we got announced a while yeah. ago. But he's meant to be an animal lover. <laughs> so Chameleon is going to be hurting animals? Yeah, I think Chameleon's going to be like killing animals left, right and centre. Yeah, he's going to be like a poacher and Craven's going to hunt <laughs> Craven's him Craven's going to be not the poacher in the Craven movie. <laughs> it, uh, this is, like, it's baffling. This is horrendous. <laughs> 
I don't know what this universe is where Craven is the good guy. Also, they're still going to try and do Craven's last hunt straight away. I'm fully aware of that. Like he, they've described him as a notorious anti-hero in their description, but like. We've talked about this a few times. Is Craven doesn't have any redeeming qualities at all. Craven cloned himself 80 times and had all of the sons kill each other to find the strongest one, who he then <laughs> raised as a son. <laughs> yeah, but what if he helped an old lady across the street? Craven committed, like, he, he got his family to do a blood sacrifice to bring him back to life so that he is now cursed that only Spider-Man can kill him and he wants to die so bad but he can't so he keeps killing people to draw Spider-Man out and make him kill him. But what if he adopted a few puppies because he really likes them? Like, Disney will make Cruella be fucking meaner than Sony will make Craven. <laughs> Cruella's big thing was Dalmatians killed her mam. Cruella was a story of revenge, so that's why she could do whatever she wanted Dalmatians to Dalmatians killed her mam. I think that's perfect. Um, I, yeah, I, I read this and the first thing I thought was, I can't wait to tell Sean. <laughs> I, like, this bursts my brain, man. I hate this. This is actively worse than Morbius. In fairness, though, if they're able to do a Joker movie, then they can do literally anybody. What by I that will, logic. but yeah, by that logic, no, like with the right story, any well, character not even in with the any right story, Sean, this is work. Joker. And what I'm saying is, this they just take the wor- like Joker's notoriously probably the worst person in comic books, like yeah. just actively chaotic evil. Um, not even evil for a reason, like Lex Luthor. He's just, he's killing people for no... He's pure chaos. He's just like. pure evil. But to take him in a movie, make him an anti-hero, have him has his own money movie, it's set off a whole chain of events that has led us here. Y- yeah, uh, yeah, and that's fine. But the track record of the studio that is producing this hot new take on Craven is Venom, Venom 2 and Morbius. The Living Vampire. And I don't have a lot of faith in that studio mm. to do a subtle take on Craven. Also I think they're trying... Also have Sorry. El Muerto coming up, so that's pretty exciting. Classic El Muerto. From the studio that greenlit El Muerto, here's Peter's version of Craven. <laughs> what is Spider-Man to fight? <laughs> Wait, they're saving all those people. Oh, he's saving oh, kids. Okay. Okay, then. Um, okay. I mean, like... Because if he's in the same universe then as Morbius and now the Vulture and Venom, like, is Craven going to go after them because they're bad? I I think so. Um, I think maybe they're kind of trying to go along a Poison Ivy vibe here that she wants to save all the planets because she just hates humans. So save all the like, planets, you say. Yeah, she wants to save the one planet, but all the plants, oh, not planets. Ah, course, she wants to save all the plants, um, and she just hates humans. Whereas he could just like, I want to save all the animals because they're better than us. That's yeah, but and 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 maybe I guess that's how he has to work in a world where there is no Spider-Man to, you know. Be a force of oh, good. I, I'm just a hundred percent region here. I'm just I'm just trying to find some logic. <laughs> Like, uh, his whole impetus for coming to America is that he's, he wants to hunt Spider-Man. 
Yeah. Like, because he's bored. Because he's killed so too many animals. He's killed... No, like, no. Just because... There's no meaning behind it, Connor. He just wants to kill. He just loves to hunt. He just loves killing things. That's his whole deal. And, like, it... it, it, it I, I, Oh, man. It's going to be such a boring, bad take on a character that could be really, really good and probably is the one that would work best as a solo villain. You know, because you yeah. would just follow this man doing terrible things and then he gets his comeuppance. Yeah, that's it's an easy, nice, easy layup. But let's not do that. <laughs> no, why would you? Why would you indeed? <laughs> so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is, this is something that surprised me because Disney are out are at it again because they have greenlit a new trilogy. Or maybe not greenlit, they are planning a new trilogy. Um, with new Planet of the Apes movies Fuck yeah! apparently coming out. Deadly. Disney were impressed with a new Planet of the Apes script and are now planning a new trilogy. Is this based off of the Matt Reeves' Planet of the Apes movies? Um, I think it is. So, Although it does say they're planning a reboot as well. So, oh, 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 you fucked it. Um, oh, the, the studio is very high on, a, on the script presented by director Wes Ball. Um, so they've got given a script from director Wes mm-hmm. Ball. And they're like, that's really good. Let's do a trilogy of them again. Oh, Wes Ball did Maze Runner. Yes. Oh, yes. oh you'll like that. Oh, you know, how, you know how I feel about those movies. They're all batshit insane, but I'm all in. He also worked on a project called Pirate Master. What the fuck? (laughs) That's your two things. He covered Maze Runner and Pirate Master. Is he our new best friend? He was a graphics artist. It's a live action show where (laughs) they follow modern day pirates on their quest for a gold treasure. Fuck me. I think this director was designed to just appeal to me and you. Yeah, and now he's doing a Planet of the Apes film. I mean... I like I like that franchise like mm. a, a lot. Like I, I watched the first one, uh, and it's rough because uh, it's from like the sixties. But then those reboots are really really good. And then give me more apes. You've already got the three D models, so just make more apes. Uh, so he has actually stated that the new installment will build upon what director Matt Reeves with his trilogy oh. and continue uh, the <laughs> legacy of what oh, Matt Reeves did. How does it become the Planet of the Apes, though? <laughs> um, the ti- the title of the movie could be the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. My God! Because oh, yeah, yeah, because like the apes, they need the society, they need mm. that to form, so that those astronauts that went up in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, when they come back, they need to see the Statue of Liberty. In could the fo- they could follow Caesar's son Cornelius? Yeah, as yeah, he goes follow- around. Just, just going around because yeah cause think of the mission Connor because mm. there's that one group of apes that like Caesar was like hey be sound and they all started to be sound mm. but there's other like there's other apes out there that presumably have not been sound so Cornelius is going to have to put a stop I'm, to that I'm going to give you his exact quote and I, I think he's really trying to dance a little bit here because he says we have a take we have oh. a way of staying in the universe that was created before us but we're also opening ourselves up in being able to do some really cool new stuff. Again, I'm trying to be careful here. I'll say this. For fans of the original tree, don't worry. You're in good hands. Okay. So it sounds like they want to keep as much as possible, but they don't want to be tied in to, mm. you know, maybe maybe like little secrets that like Matt Reeves had dropped into that 
that franchise. So they're they're going to do their own take on it, mm. but it's going to be basically the same world. I'm fine with that. I wish more movies did that, in fact. Um, also, Robert Pattinson has come out and said that he would like to be in the Apes movies if they ever did a new one. He did Fucking this during the Batman press tour. <laughs> Why is this the best news story we've ever had? <laughs> it's just not, though, is it? Do you not remember Hercules? Genuinely, Connor? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I think it's because it follows Craven's news. That I got so I just happy for anything. I, I hit you with a shit sandwich. So I, I gave you some bad. Or I gave you the good of Hercules. Then just the bad of Craven. And then I really hit you with the best, the best filling ever. That's, I mean, I think you've misunderstood how a sandwich is made. But no, I get I your point. I think a sandwich is one piece of bread and then just fillings the whole way down. What you've made there is bruschetta, Connor. <laughs> and you've made a shit bruschetta. No, no, I have the bread at the top. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> um, Sean, would Sorry. you watch a new Apes movie? I would. I would okay. indeed. I'd watch three of them. For, okay. For, you know. Also, there's a place near me. Does a re- It's an artisan bakery. Does a really good breakfast sandwich, but it's too big and it's served with a knife in it, so you can't eat it with your hands. You have to cut it open with the knife, and then it's just a full Irish breakfast. But it's a nice sandwich. That's all I had to say on the matter. I, you know what? I don't think I'm a fan of that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm never a fan of it until I start eating it. <laughs> then you forget all of your problems. Forget all of my troubles. And I've got my little cup of tea and a glass of orange juice beside I hate me. if I order a burger in a place and it comes out too big to bite into. I, you have to try though. But, but try. then you look like a fucking lunatic. I just want a burger big enough that I can just wrap my stupid fucking mouth around it. Right? It's a the simple claim. It's a simple request I have. I was in a five star restaurant not too long ago. You're, I didn't a lot of your pay, stories start off when I was in a five star restaurant. Connor, I was invited and I absolutely did not contribute to the bill. So <laughs> I ordered it's a lovely restaurant. People around me ordering champagne and steak, and I had like I had a burger and a pint. Dead right. So I know exactly what I'm about. The burger came cut in half already. Ah. I don't like that decision being made. Don't be touching my burger. Just put it on the bread. bread. Just put it on the bread. Riddle it with sauce. (laughs) And then let me eat it and make a mess, please. And when you say magic sauce, I don't give a fuck what it is. Cover it. There's, uh, I, this is, I'm not going to tell this story. I'll tell you after. (laughs) But uh, a story. I robbed a restaurant once. (laughs) I made the sauce. (laughs) Um, Sean, we're going to move on to our last new story of the day. Um, and is it a new story? Connor? It's it it kind of is because we've gotten a bit of news from Dwayne the Rock Johnson that he's doing Hercules. No, he's not. He's oh, um, he has teased that Superman may be making another appearance in Black Adam. No, he's not. <laughs> it will be a body double, and you won't see Henry Cavill's face. You're to look at a chest down all the way. It's um, the only way to have him. <laughs> so Black Adam, and I love the way this article has written this story has been hyped to the max. Not necessarily by Warner Brothers marketing department, but by the social well, media bombardment the of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> the man does know, he knows how to make noise about yeah. a project, I will say. Yeah. Like, he will just relentlessly tweet and be like, yeah, 
this is great. This is the best. And Live always, your best he's life. He's always fixing his wrists in every photo. Oh. He's got those cuffs, Connor. It's, they don't just happen. Those cuffs aren't going to fix themselves. Why doesn't he fix them before the camera gets taken out? Because then he looks, then he looks like he's always prepared. He needs to look caught in the moment of like, hang on, let me fix my cuff. Oh, you just caught me. I'm the size of a mountain. Hey, that's me. Bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> Not these cufflinks. Tell you that. <laughs> um, so obviously, Black Adam. It's the DCEU. Not the, what did you say earlier on the DC? The DC are you? <laughs> Such a terrible. It's just the Russian Disney Channel. <laughs> So the DCEU uh, has a new anti-hero, Sean, and of course it is Black Adam. It's mm. He's coming out, and The Rock, The Rock's playing him, and it's looking real good. But also in the Shazam world, which is which Black Adam is set, you had Henry Cavill Superman, or a body double of some like, standing yeah. at the end of Shazam. Yes, in the little cafeteria end credit mm. scene that we all loved so much. Yeah, and so now Dwayne Johnson has carved... I mean, he's kind of come back and said that they're going to be having Superman. Now, he didn't say Henry Cavill Superman, which is also interesting, because I just think they're trying to keep it as vague as possible. And, yep. But he kind of suggested, uh, in response to a fan post, um, that... Henry Cavill, Superman, or Superman himself, could be making a cameo in Black Adam. Yeah, but a cameo, like, that could be, oh, there's, here's a red cape on the news kind of a deal, you know? Mm. It doesn't have to be an actual meaningful, you know, Superman appearance. So he gave the most rock answer ever to uh, somebody being like, oh, are you going to have Superman in this one? And he said... <laughs> From back in the day when I was wrestling in flea markets for forty bucks a match, all the way to now, I've always listen. I've always learned to listen to the audience because they will always lead you to where you need to go. I hear you, and I always got you. That's not an answer, though, <laughs> is it? <laughs> but he kind of Just... tricked you. He did the rock like razzmatazz jazz hands, and <laughs> is Superman in it? Is he not? It... It doesn't matter if he's in it. Uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> thanks, that's my so rock joke. Uh, look, that's a fine answer and everything like that, but I don't want Superman in it. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, that whole, that, like, the whole universe is like, it's, it's, it, it, uh, it's a, a tiny thread holding it together. I at think the, the words you're looking for is shit show. It's a shit show. It's a big old shit show. Mm. It's going to be re- Booted, restarted. Well, no, I mean, they have the flash locked in. I mean, he's going to be the next harbringer of success. I mean, Connor, I don't know how I new your news. news is. I haven't been <laughs> up with the news. Like, the last thing I seen was uh, maybe last year, the Comic-Con trailer. Right, okay. Oh, look, good. It's a pretty good trailer. Yeah, pretty good trailer. Good trailer. Uh, the, can I, all bits aside, uh, when researching the news, how was it to avoid, how oh, hard was it to avoid you, Ezra news? You don't know, man. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking article is just, he's done something terrible again. And we're like, Ezra Miller. I don't know if that's the vibe we want to set here. Just, I think it just as a common blanket statement. Bad bloke. Bad, bad person, Ezra Miller. Ba- bad uh, human is, is Ezra. The, do not support. <laughs> Official stance of Heroes for Hire podcast. <laughs> that shit that Ezra Miller is doing is pretty fucked up. <laughs> that shit ain't fly. 
That's our official stance on the that whole shit thing. shit ain't fly, um, Your Honour. Also, uh, I had the amount of articles that they're like, DC, still going with the Flash. DC, not going with the Flash. So yeah. it's Ezra Miller out. Ezra Miller locked in. Who in that boardroom is like, you know what? I think we just try and hold out here. <laughs> I think we just weather the storm, boys. I think we could get through this. We spent all that money. We got Michael Keaton back. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way but there is though like there has got to be somebody in that boardroom like this look I know it looks bad now but give it a few weeks people will forget you know what I, I mean would, I would so love to be friends with someone who works at like Warner Brothers or DC right now and just like meet them at a bar in the evening and just be like how was your day and just see the lifeblood drain from their fucking body as they try and manage this PR disaster legitimately um, for uh, like the the talk show circuit for when this movie comes out like Graham Norton's couch they can't send them to Graham can they who's gonna be on it like <laughs> Michael that? Keaton, Keaton I guess Keaton's doing it Keaton's gonna be the, the shield that they put up Ke- yeah, Batman is the new face of the Flash movie, but po- guys. But then poor Michael has to face the questions. I think it's going to be the light entertainment. Which I don't think that they're like, they're, he's going on the hard-hitting journalists. Howard know. Stern. He's Howard Stern, of course, of course. Famed comic book news source, <laughs> Howard Stern. Seems to know more than everyone else. Well, true. He does get paid a lot more. Um, but yeah, back to Black Adam, not to talk about it. He's just, he always pops up. Somewhere he's around us all. Um, I also, I forgot that Shazam was a movie. (laughs) It's weird. We reviewed it on this show. Yeah, but it means nothing to me. Yeah, it's a long time ago now. Um, How do you feel about Black Adam? Because The Rock is full-on PR press tour, as only The Rock had. I'll be honest, like, I think in a bottle, I would think, oh, that looks really cool and that trailer looks wild. But, like, in reality, I'm like, I just want this to end. Mm. I'm just, I'm so tired of everything going on with that fucking studio that we have to keep up with for this show. (laughs) I think that might be my favourite statement. That's their statement on the DCEU's current standing. It's just exhausting. All the articles get pushed to my phone and they're all nothing. And and another thing, and I said this before, (laughs) stop writing articles about someone who photoshopped an image of an actor as a character and running that as your main article for the day. Non-stop. I love the fact that because we're doing this episode again, it's a bit looser, okay? So we're just gonna we're just gonna chill out and just We're just We've got it's gripes. just a really fucked up one-sided therapy yeah. at the minute. We've got gripes, uh, guys, right? Look, we've got gripes. This ain't easy, okay? Look, when you Photoshop an actor's head onto, I don't know, maybe poor Hawkman's body, like, yeah. d- fucking fantastic. Green Lantern, John Jones. I see that fucking yeah. every fucking week. Somebody's face <laughs> is on fucking Green Lantern's body. Cool. Just get your upvotes on Reddit and fuck off. <laughs> and the article's always like, could this actor be this character? Well, the artist certainly thinks so. And they never link uh, to the artist. <laughs> no, they never give credit either. And then the article is like, it's full on like SEO because it's just like, the last time Green Lantern showed up, Ryan Reynolds, who went on to play Deadpool. <laughs> like, and it's just like trying to get any scrape of clicks that they're able to get from the internet. I'm so angry. None of them will ever work with us. 
I don't want them to, okay? Screen rant. There, I said it. <laughs> I, I think that brings an end to this week's episode. I'm sorry. Jess, I feel I blacked out for I a minute at the end there. What else? I think that was the angriest I've ever seen you. I wasn't Sean. Yeah. I don't know what happened it right was, now. To be honest, it was my favourite. I, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> More of that, More please. of that. Bring that anger. Bring the anger. Bring the it's ang- what this podcast was missing, is a white man's anger. <laughs> You've been wronged. <laughs> Me, who has had so many hardships. Do you remember that burger chopped in half? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> Connor, would you like me to take us yes, out? Yes, please. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesdays, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big thank you to everyone who supports our show over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. A link to that is in the description if you want to check it out. You get access to things like uh, movie reviews, TV show reviews, uh, all that good stuff over there. And you also do get a shout out on the show. So thank you very much. Goes to Waffles, the marvellous god of thunder and syrup. Oh, very good. Good with Waffles as syrup. Uh, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Palmer, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Sean Chuck It In The Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, Anna Helmroos, Lil Dicky, Come Stay Where The Dog Men Play McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, Ray, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41, Frost and Buster. Thanks all for the support. You're all absolutely amazing. Uh, Miss Marvel review will be going up soon as well for uh, not the last episode, but the most recent three episodes. That'll all be happening on the Patreon. So head on over there if that interests you. There are other ways to support the show, though. We do have a merch store link below. Here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. The Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divinement's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I'm much calmer now. Yeah, you chilled out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been Sean. <laughs> I'll see you all next week, guys. Bye. 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 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.